The computer. Oh. Get out of there. We had it perfect, Alon. We had the intro nailed, and then you screwed it up in the pits. You screwed Boy, it up in the pits. You know, sometimes two tires look alike. That's tirist. <laughs> yes, it is. Welcome <laughs> to Best of Five. Okay. We are a supposedly a fighting game show. Uh, but we we're going to talk more about Marbula 1 than any other game today. Um, no, we are sport. not. We are not, we're not talking about Marbula 1. We're not talking about Formula 1. We're, ta we're not talking about any Yellow 1. We are talking about Kwanzai, who has subscribed for 36 months. That's three years. Three years. That's three Formula 1 seasons. That's, oh my. <laughs> we're not talking about Formula 1. It's not happening. When We're he subscribed, when he subscribed, uh, Mar the Mar uh, the Marble Olympics was happening. We're we're not talking about the Marble Olympics. We're not talking about any marble sports. We're talking about Kwanzai for thirty six months supporting the stream. Uh, we appreciate you so much. Everybody, everybody. I I know I say this so often, but everyone who joins us, everyone who subscribes to us, you know, retweets us. There Whatever you, you do to help be part of the show, help support the show, uh, we really do appreciate it. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Um, sorry, things are exploding. But yeah, no, Steve is right. If you're here with us, thanks. You're great. Tonight on the show, <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about some SNK news. Free viewer bots. All right, don't. Clack, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good shot. You saw how good of a shot I am. Don't make me, don't make me regret it. Uh, <laughs> tonight on the show, we're gonna talk about SNK. There's some news coming out of there. Street or uh, King of Fighters 15. It, it's got a logo, and we know when they're gonna announce it. <laughs> we're also gonna talk about how Splatoon sacrificed itself for melee over this past weekend. Uh, Skullomania is now in Street Fighter V, sadly, in a not-so-great way. Microsoft buying up Smash GG. Everybody buckle down. Everybody buckle down. Uh, Mortal Kombat's coming back. Soul Calibur has a new character. Tekken is suffering the SRK fate, or are they? We're going to find out on the show. But before we get to all that, Lord Steve, the Ace King offsuit jerk, who is my co-host. Will you do us the honor of hitting us with that patented main squeeze, Ace King offsuit recap? Uh, nah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm cool with just it's, chilling, man. It, it's going to be one of those days. Uh, Street Fighter League. Obviously, we took a couple weeks off. Uh, one week. Or not, we took one week off. It feels like two in 2020 time because, it oh does. my goodness, this year. Uh, but... We didn't miss any Street Fighter League uh, weeks because they took the week off for Thanksgiving. Whoa. So this past weekend was the eighth round, or the eighth week, I should say, of the U.S. League. Uh, and it had it was headlined by the battle at the top of the standings, Alpha 3 versus All-In. We bet a pizza on All this, didn't we? Um, 
I think so. I I'm pretty Do you remember sure. who you picked? Did you pick out? Uh, I think yeah. I think you went all in. Okay. On all in. All right. And then I'm down I, a pizza. I went in. All right. Uh, but you're up a pizza, so uh, because of the Marbula One stuff from last week that we didn't get to, so we're uh, even. We're even. Okay. okay. Anyway. Uh, so Alpha Three lost the first showdown early in the season. But on the second go round, a dominant 3-0 win. They only dropped one game during that set uh, to get to move to the top of the standings. But still, plenty of daylight between them and the rest of the league. Uh, the other games saw Nasser Esports pick up their second win of the season. Uh, 3-1 victory over Psycho Shinobi. So now you have three teams sitting at 2-3. and three. Uh and UIU bring it up the rear. Uh, they, yeah, they square off against Nasser in uh, this week's match to see if they can get off the Schneid. Uh, it's the, gotta be rough. Gotta be rough. It, it, it's gonna be a little rough. Uh, but uh, on the other side of the Pacific, we had the Japanese Street Fighter League right, wrap up their group stage, uh, and. It was Tokido Squad Flame. Uh, they held on for a 2-2 draw against Gold to lock up the top spot in the playoffs, so they get the bye directly to the finals. Gold remains in second. And then Aurora, even though they lost uh, 3-1, that one point was enough to keep them ahead of Gaia to get that third playoff spot. So Aurora and Gold will face off in uh, the semifinal in the playoff, and then the winner of that set goes to the finale to face Flame. That will take place in the end of January, uh, but it will be streamed for free on Capcom Fighters one week later. It will actually be on pay-per-view in Japan. That's interesting. It is interesting. Uh, let's move on to Soul Calibur, shall we? Because we, we've got a couple of online challenges uh, we need to catch up on. First one was the one from uh, last week, which was the European West uh, showdown. And that was a good, a busy weekend for Skill. He took it over fellow Frenchman Raziel in the grand final to win the tournament. Uh, had to face Keeve in the boss fight. Didn't go so well for him. Keeve pulling off the 3-1 uh, to hold on uh, to keep his winnings at 250. Uh, you see uh, my Lewis and uh, Jabber JJ rounding out the top four. Uh, and then the Sunday exhibitions didn't go well for skill either. 7-2 on the wrong side of things against Rain. Uh, you also see Ailes and uh, Silas getting 5-4 wins in their matches. Uh, but that was a week ago. A, mm -hmm. little, a week and a half ago. Uh, the more recent online challenge was the Japan Tekken Challenge, and this one was full of heavy hitters. Uh, Gen and Hakayo uh, making grand finals. It was Gen who got the uh, victory, but he didn't have to fight just one boss. He had to fight three. Whoa. It was a boss rush. Double, Chikorin, and Nobi. Whoa. 
Them some and he names. actually won them some names, and he actually won two of them. Uh, fell to double, but uh, knocked off Chikarin and Nobi. Hell of an accomplishment there. Uh, but it w- things were a little different this weekend. Instead of the exhibitions coming on Sunday, uh, they happened before the tournament on Saturday. And it was a 5v5 international event, Japan versus Korea. Um, and it was, there was some good ass tech in there. Uh, Japan ends up winning at 7 2, or 3 uh, 2, excuse me. Uh, but you had some good sets. Chikarin and Rangchu going down to the final game. Uh, knees putting on a knee like performance, 7 3 over Nobi. Uh, Low high, 7-3 over double. Wait, uh, There's question. some good stuff going on. Question. Yes. Is this so Calibre? Uh, I forgot to change the logo on okay. the template. I was about to say, I didn't know Knee or Nobi hates <laughs> so Calibre to this high level. Okay. <laughs> let me let me defend myself here. I've been up since 2.30 a.m. today. I am on my, my last legs are on my last legs. I feel you. So <laughs> I look, I I don't know if I don't know what's sillier, the fact that you forgot to change the logo or that I thought it was so caliber until I saw <laughs> the exhibition stuff at the end. <laughs> oh my so God. we're both like just on like hanging on by a thread here. Woo. What do the colors mean, Steve? Left? <laughs> Uh, half of one. Left? A half of one. Oh uh, man. Anyway, back to we're gonna say this is Tekken online challenge. Yeah. Woo. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> Some good ass Tekken to be had. Um, and let let's fig- finish up the uh, the triad of Bandai Namco games because you had the first two playoffs, uh, the first two finals uh, for the. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighters National Championships. Uh, this was we kicked it off with Spain. Uh, it was Spain and U.S. West this weekend, and in both section or in both uh, tournaments, it was someone coming from that opening round match and going all the way up the ladder mm-hmm. uh, to get the win. On the Spanish side, it was Shanks, probably the name a lot of people expected to win, uh, but qualified behind Gropis and Jenna's God, but made one hell of a run, only dropping three games the entire day. Uh, 5-0, 5-1, 5-2. He was on fire. So Gropis, or excuse me, Shanks is your Dragon Ball Fighters Spanish national champion. Man, uh, this is why I love the bowling format. This is so cool. You you get stories like this. It, it does create... The possibility of uh, of an advantage to qualifying lower, because as long as you can get through that that first match, now you have um, now you have momentum. Now you're fresher, and you're coming up coming in against a player who, you know, they're probably practicing off stream, but they're mm-hmm. you know it's tough to practice against someone of this caliber, right? And the other thing, too, is we got a really cool clip. I wish I would have saved it, but I unfortunately forgot to save it. Uh, we got that really cool clip of, uh, I think it was Shanks, 
using the intimidation walk that Ultra Instinct Goku has, where he can just walk through fireballs and everything's fine, and then he beats the shit out of him. Uh, so even I got to see that clip, and that looked cool as hell. Uh, but yeah, so big ups to Shanks and the Spanish guys for putting on a show for everybody, you know? So, and like I said, this, a similar thing happened in the U.S. West tournament, uh, the playoffs there. Jonathan Tenne, not oh a name. Yeah, he got it done. He beat Sabres. He beat Cloud, and he beat Reynold. He took some scalps uh, this past weekend. So, Jonathan Tenne, your, your U.S. West national champion. Congratulations uh, to you, my good sir. Who saw that coming? Not me. Nobody did. You show me somebody who saw that coming, and I'll show you a liar. Chat. Uh, you might be in for some more surprises this weekend because uh, we've got two more uh, DBFZ National Championship Finals coming up. Uh, that's in our What to Watch Uh the week kicks off with week nine of the Street Fighter League on Thursday. Uh, and then you've got DBFZ National Championships for France and U.S. East uh, this weekend. France will be on Saturday, U.S. East on Sunday. Also this weekend, you've got the Philippines Tekken Online Challenge. This was the one uh, that got postponed due to a typhoon in the country. Uh, and the opening uh, round of the Intercontinental Combat for the newly announced Mortal Kombat Pro League. Ooh. So we did not talk about this because this happened on our week off. Mm -hmm. But uh, NetherRealm and WB announced a new season of the uh, pro competition for Mortal Kombat. This will take place solely online. Uh, they announced $60,000 of prizing through three regions. Uh, for North America, you've got uh, the North American League. For uh, Latin and South America, you've got Liga Latina. And then Intercontinental Combat for Europe, uh, Middle East, and uh, Oceania. So each region will have a $20,000 prize pool. Uh, the U.S., you've got two regions within that, so that's $10,000 each for the regional final, uh, $5,000 each for the regional finals in those other regions because each of those have four competitions, uh, which are part of it. And it's going to be eight weeks, or eight rounds, I should say. Um, the weeks sort of rotate between the three regions. And... Uh, it will end in a regional final in, I believe, June. Dates have not been announced, but the uh, rounds go through uh, mid-May. Ooh. So we're going to have lots of, uh, lots of street... Or, uh, Jesus. <sighs> lots if of Mortal Kombat. Lots of street Fighter. Lots of Mortal Kombat. If we Kombat. had lots of Street Fighter, that would be a very impressive crossover there. So, speaking of Street Fighter... We, all the, all, all the 31 of the top 32 are picked, right? We've finished all the tournaments. How is 
that vote going? Uh, well, l- let me try some technology. Try some tech. Try some tech here. Uh, bam. Can you blow me up? Too late. I already did. All right. So, I can can I zoom in on this? Hold control no, and use your I scroll don't. wheel up and down. All right. Oh, too much. All right. So, here are the live standings for the uh, community vote, uh, which runs through the 18th. So, we still got 10 days to go. Zenith. It, it, it's basically turned into a four-way race. Uh, you see the top six on your screen. Zenith was first initially. Uh, got knocked back down, but another surge now has taken him to a narrow lead. Uh, at... It's with 201. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, 100. 199 votes. So... 120. Yeah, no, yeah, One... yeah, you're right. <laughs> so just 200 votes uh, separating Zenith and Tokido. Uh, Punk very solidly in third, and Luffy in four. Uh, then you've got some a pretty good amount of daylight going back to Sako. So you would assume it's going to be one of those four. Now, uh, when we talk about internet voting, obviously anything can happen. Mm -hmm. So let's not lock it down. Let me try and get my text the right size again. So um, is this the first time we're not going to see Momochi at a Capcom Cup? Uh, Momochi was not part of the Every Capcom Cup Club. Oh, no? Okay. Uh, no. Uh, Luffy is, Sien is, and I believe, uh, is it Fudo or, uh, I, I believe Fudo. it's Fudo. Yeah, I'll have to double check. I, I, I had it memorized a while back, but, uh. So yeah, Fudo and Tokido are definitely in, uh, or excuse me, Tokido definitely in. Fudo in or, yeah, Fudo or Luffy, perhaps one of them will make it in. Mm-hmm. And Finitu talking about the LCQ, um, man, not having an LCQ feels so wrong. Yep. You know, so, yep. especially when you're talking about. Uh, such a big prize pool. Uh, it's one that a lot of players don't get an opportunity at, at you know, for the rest of the year. Yeah. Um, and, it, it, you know, obviously this is one of the biggest, but it's not like there are five, six other tournaments uh, at the prizing level of Capcom Cup throughout the year. No, this is your one shot, so... One player getting in via popularity is what it is. And, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously understandable that you can't have an international online tournament, uh, especially an online international Street Fighter Five tournament. Yep. But uh, it's, you know, it's it's just another victim of the 2020-itis. Yep. Well, and wait, I had something in mind, and I completely forgot what I was going to say. I don't remember Here's what, what you gonna... do. Oh, yeah, no, I do remember what I was going to say. First, uh, in true FGC fashion, uh, we're probably going to get like a 
like on the 18th, like an hour before the votes are supposed to end, is where the entire world is going to actually vote. Uh, so in true FGC procrastination faction, that's when we'll find out. So we probably should, <laughs> while I love keeping up with it, we probably shouldn't expect any like real results until then. Because uh, who knows, maybe Sako is going to get like a billion votes uh, during the last day of voting. And then he's going to make it in or something. Uh, but it is, and you know, uh, I think, when did I, I went to Capcom Cup 2016, which was at the PlayStation Experience. And that was like the last year that they didn't have the LCQ. And I do remember thinking like, man, an LCQ would be pretty dope. And it it has been. It creates some of the best storylines. Like we had Nemo coming in and the first thing he did was beat punk who was like the best player on earth at that time uh and, and then uh who won the who won the the last qualifier for 2019 oh, i'm trying to remember their name i cannot remember their name but i do remember it was like a big surprise and they did really well i it's on the tip of my tongue too uh mo okay Okay, thank you. So yeah, uh, last chance qualifiers are always great, but unfortunately, you know, thus is the state of the world. So we're just gonna chill out and uh, vote for our favorite player. You know, nothing like a good old popularity contest. But yeah, we'll it's see how what it is. Yeah, we'll see how that pans out. You know. All right, since we're on Street Fighter Five, let's talk about this now. My favorite character on Earth is now on Street Fighter Five, And part of me is sad about it. Part of me is a little bit heartbroken. Mostly because, as we'll find out, he's G. Skullomania doesn't wear a hat. What is going on in here? I don't know how happy I am about this, to be honest. Like, like I, I'm glad to see Skullo in some form in this game. Um, I do feel it kind of kills off the, the possibility of a Fexel character proper making it into the game. Because I feel like it, it would have been Skullomania or Bust. Um... Who else? Who else would you put that costume on, though? Yeah, I see Finitude asking. Uh, well, here's the thing, right? First of all, Skullomania ain't a big guy, so the fact that G is like one of the tallest characters in the game, and they gave him a Skullomania outfit, is super weird. I guess, I guess you can kind of go with the uh, the playstyle similarities because Skullomania has like the Skullo dive and the Skullo slide, so I guess like the the high punch and the low punch kind of makes sense, maybe. But I don't know, man. Look, uh, I think Cammy would have a pretty dope Skullomania costume. Uh, she has the spiral arrow, which looks like a Skullo slide. I think that would be really sick. Uh, gives, like, young Zeku a Skullo, uh, Skullomania. Or, like, make, like, give Zeku a Skullomania outfit, you know? Could keep it for Dan, too, maybe. But, ah, he's got fireballs, you know? Uh, but... A lot of people are saying, oh, that means we're not going to get Skullomania. No. Well, look, Gil's in the game twice. They put Gil in the game as a Union costume before they planned to put Gil in the game. And now Gil's in the game. So anything can happen. Who knows? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Capcom doesn't even know who they're putting in yet. They probably do. 
I, I, I don't feel like they would double dip with someone else's property. Uh, yeah, why not? Just put Rathalos in there. I just feel like if you're if you're getting it for Skullomania, you'd probably want to do Skullomania proper. I I just don't see it. I, I think it's gonna be a separate character. Um from the actual Street Fighter. Or, or from the currently owned by Capcom Street Fighter universe. Yeah. Put it that way. Well, bottom line is, I'm going to block this one. <clears throat> wrong character. Wrong vibe. Get out of here. Do better. Developers. It is harshing, <laughs> it is harshing my vibe. But, you know. <laughs> that sounded It'll really be a mean. much gentler block. That is That sounded really mean. Uh, but, I mean, look. At the end of the day, it looks like Skullamania. It's cool. It's sad that... He's got to wear the top hat because that's G. So what the hell is even the point? You're just going to be seeing the top hat. They did do the scarf justice. I will say that. The scarf looks cool. But yeah. Anyway, just wanted to get that out of there. Um, what's next? Oh, uh, more character announcements. Uh, when is Dan? Nobody knows. We don't even know when the Capcom Cup finals are, right? Or do we know? Early 2020. Or early 2021. Okay. Uh, so if, Cap- if Capcom was sitting on the time machine, uh, what are you doing, guys? Yeah. Uh, well, according to Tekken, that's June. So <laughs> according to Bandai Namco, early twenty, <laughs> early twenty six, or what was it early twenty seventeen? Is uh is June. So I guess we'll have to wait till June for Capcom Cup Finals, and probably Dan at that point. Uh, but all right. Let's get to some of these other topics because this stuff gets ridiculous. Uh, before we get into the heavy stuff, let's talk about the fun stuff. Uh, Soul Calibur. Uh, we saw the Soul Calibur uh, online challenge two weeks ago. Not last week. Two weeks ago. And after the challenge, they graced us with a trailer. Let's take a look at this trailer now, shall we? More rated T14. Whoops. I put the wrong one up. There we go. Also, hold on. Something's bothering me here. For some reason... I never fixed this. There, now it's centered. We did it, boys. And Thank girls. you. I I wasn't able to live with myself before that. Me neither. Uh oh, who that? Hey, There's this guy. That... This looks like a person everybody knows. It was kind of teased uh, in the week leading up to this, but. Oh, it's like they're friends. Oh, it's nobody. So my talisman led me to you. Man, I need to pick up Soul Calibur. Like, I know a lot of the actual Soul Calibur heads don't like the state of the game. I've heard somebody say that it's basically like Guilty Gear with swords at this point. But every time I see a trailer or I see gameplay of it, I did see a little bit of the competition two weeks ago, and it looks so fun, dude. Getting to do all this wacky stuff. I mean, obviously, if you're a fan of Soul Calibur, you don't necessarily want things to be different. But there are worse things to be for a fighting game uh, than Guilty Gear with swords. Yep, and that's the end of Season 2. Oh, wait, was that, was that Inferno? 
or what's his name? Oh, there he is. It's Huang. Huang, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then you get a uh, more customizable stuff, like this thing. And then King. And Sha uh, Princess Ling and Paul. And even more Tekken parts. I, I, I like how it's listed as even more Tekken parts. Oh, this came out already. Oh. Yeah. That's a surprise. All right. And the story cinematics of that trailer were created for advertising purposes. So don't expect that in the game. Uh, but, man, like Soul Calibur is one of those games where I feel like if they put the same love into Soul Calibur that they did for Tekken, Soul Calibur would thrive. Like, if they gave Soul Calibur the Tekken netcode treatment, I feel like that game would immediately, like, triple in size, much like Tekken did. Uh, because there's so much cool stuff that happens in there. And it, like I said, I know some of the old Soul Calibur players are not too happy with the state of the game, but, you know, I, I feel like it's split. I feel like Soul Calibur... Soul Calibur's got, like, I think the melee mentality. And I hate to, I hate to like, generalize it that way because it's obviously not exactly the same thing. But you have a lot of Soul Calibur players that are like, Soul Calibur 2 is the best one. All the new ones suck. I'm not playing it. So... At the end of the day, though, I think Soul Calibur 6 looks great. I kind of want to pick it back up. But I feel like I'm going to play, like, two matches online and be like, ah, never mind. <laughs> there, there is an interesting note here. Um... If you check out the Bandai Namco website, uh, when Huang when Huang was first announced, they uh, listed that he would be the game's final the final character uh, for Soul Calibur. They have since edited that post to specify that he would be the final character of Soul Calibur Season Pass Two. Mm. That does leave the door open. I I don't necessarily think we're gonna get a third season out of this but i you know you're, i'm saying there's a chance there's a chance the door is open hmm well i mean all the tournaments have been very well received players seem to love the game right so what's stopping them from making a season three who knows we'll see uh, return on if, investment yeah we'll see when the if the souls still burn Sorry. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's one of those wait and see situations. So we'll see if Lord Okubo has uh, has more plans for Soul Calibur Six, or if they're working on something new entirely. We'll see. Because man, could you imagine the same thing that te uh, Tekken Season Four got with all the new revamped online, new revamped uh, ranks, and all this other stuff went to Soul Calibur? I feel like people would go nuts. I would go nuts. I'd go back to playing my Keelik. Keelik was my Keelik was pretty solid. That's what they all say. Hey, my key look was pretty solid. I also had a pocket Yoshi. Get that flea stance on you. All I, right. I've never played Keelik and my key look was solid. Hey. I don't <laughs> believe it. That's you, what do you want to go? Steve, do you want to put a pizza on no, the line? I, Run the set. I don't want to go. Run the set. I don't want to. No, I'm ducking. See, I'm, <laughs> I'm ducking that. Oh. The, the Brahim Keys tech. Okay, I see how it is.
<laughs> hey, he actually showed up and got smashed 10-0. <laughs> like, like, if it wasn't for Perfect Legend, we would yeah. be talking about him right. a hell of a lot more. Man, you know what's like, funny? He, I was, he, oh, he better be sending thank you notes to Carl, like, every year. Like, <laughs> thank you for letting me slip under the radar for this one. You the homie, man. Woo. Signed, Bry Keys. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I was actually watching uh, that hold back to block video on when that ten o happened, and it 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 got me reminiscing a lot. Whoo! I went down into like a whole like nostalgia rabbit hole after that. Great moments and whenever <laughs> like you know how they have like the NFL's greatest moments. I feel like that's gonna be one of the FGC's greatest moments, along with the thirteen o. And the Cane Blue River comeback uh, at, what was it, NEC, where he lost the, the exhibition but won the tournament. Ah, good times. Yeah. Anyway. This is my game. Then yeah. it's your game. <laughs> Anywho, we still got topics to talk about. Let's get into some of this uh, darker stuff now, shall we? Um, and then we'll go back to lighter stuff. First, uh, speaking of darker stuff. Sorry. Again, people keep. They know I'm on air, and now they want my attention. I don't know. I, I ain't got that bandwidth. All right, so dark stuff. Smash GG last week was purchased by Microsoft. Is this bad? Not my gut instinct says yes. What What makes you What makes you think that this is bad? Look at Mixer. Well, here's the difference between Mixer and Smash GG. Look at Skype. Here's the difference between Mixer and Smash GG. Mixer, or excuse me, Smash GG isn't shelling out millions of dollars to try and uh, jump onto, you know, try and get a whole bunch of people to leave a platform, uh, leave an entertainment platform, basically. Mm -hmm. There is no, there is no ninja, there is nobody else that you're, that's costing you thirty, forty million dollars just to to be there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's I don't think it's inherently a bad thing. You know, obviously Microsoft has plenty of uh, plenty that they can back uh, Smash GG with. Whether or not they'll do it is another story. What or they may just let it continue to be its own thing. Um, and I'm sure that Microsoft is very interested in. Uh, user data and seeing how what they can pull from that uh, but I don't think you know, obviously I don't think Smash GG is going to start running you know you can only run use our site for Microsoft bracket games so Halo 5 yes Street Fighter 5 not so much um, I don't think that's going to happen uh, I don't necessarily see it at, you know, and, and this was a site where I wasn't sure what their path to profitability was. Um, mm -hmm. So the fact that they have financial backing, I, I can't, I can't see it as a bad thing. Yeah. But the smash GG is going to hire Ninja. So Ninja says, were you dragon? Uh, I agree. No, I don't. Uh, the thing is, how is that site profitable right now? That's a question. I mean, I would imagine that, that they get a slight share of whatever comes in from whatever compendiums they run. 
Mm-hmm. But other than that, I I don't see where where income comes in right now. At yeah. least where significant amounts of income comes in. Yeah, maybe they have like a licensing fee for bigger tournaments or something. Um, but here's my worry, and it comes with like if you look at Skype, Microsoft bought Skype a couple years ago. By a couple years ago, I think it's almost a decade ago, maybe a little bit less. Uh, and Skype went from being that thing that everybody used to everybody finding different things to use, right? Skype kind of went, look, Skype had the makings of being like the greatest thing for this pandemic and instead Zoom happened, right? Skype could have been like the Microsoft savior (laughs) and Zoom kind of took over that. So, uh, seeing the way that Skype degraded after Microsoft took over, has me worried that the same thing is going to happen with Smash GG, where they're going to try to find, like, where the... Or they're going to try to insert themselves into the service as much as possible. And that's just going to make Smash GG tougher to use than it is now. And it's going to make make it so that it's got a weird exclusivity thing. And what I mean by that is, if they're worried... So, we don't know how Smash GG makes money. I'm sure they do, and I'm sure they're doing okay, or else Microsoft wouldn't have wanted to purchase it, right? My worry is, if Microsoft then sees that as not a good purchase later on down the line, or even, like, in the short term, what's to stop them from putting in, like, oh, you have to pay $5 to have an account? Or, hey, you want to run a tournament? Give us $10. Or more. But... my counter to that is if they, if Smash GG was at a point where it's Microsoft feels like they need would need to do that, then the site itself, had it not been acquired, probably would have had to do that even earlier. Mm-hmm. That makes uh, sense. So, do you think they bought it then for uh, integration? Like, do you think we're gonna get like a Smash GG app on the Xbox Series X? It's possible. Um, I don't think it's necessarily, you know, their top of the line purchase, but, you know, having some form of having yet another way to to be in contact with gamers directly and getting information from gamers directly, there's some value in that to Microsoft, Mm -hmm. if nothing else. Forget the the tournament operation side which they may have interest in but uh just just that data has some i would imagine a not insignificant amount of value for for the big m mm-hmm. and here's the other thing too uh is this their response to playstation starting to run tournaments right because we have like I, the playstation tournament series with uh is blue cross tag and undernight in birth I, I don't necessarily NBA and stuff, and they, and to the point where they integrated a tournament system into uh, the UI of a PlayStation Four. I don't know if they still have that for PlayStation Five though. I don't think it's necessarily in regards to this directly. I think that's a bit of an apples and oranges comparison. Um, you know, with with Sony running the tournaments themselves. They're not really looking at gamers. They're looking at esports. They're trying mm-hmm. to get a slice of the esports pie. Yep. This seems more directly about getting the information f- from the players directly. Okay, so 
basically what you're saying is this is like the first round for Microsoft. It's data. The, 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 yeah, that that's my gut. Now, obviously, I am not a um, not someone with insider information on Microsoft. I'm I'm someone on the outside looking in. So I could be completely wrong, and it could be an esports play. But this feels more like a data play for me. Okay. Well, it's left to see. My worry is every time I've seen Microsoft stick their hands in a pie, the pie goes bad. So that's my worry. But I could be wrong, and I'm open to being wrong. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, anything else we want to talk? Do oh, you go ahead. have? Uh, um, do you use GitHub at all? GitHub, no. Okay. Don't even know what it Microsoft, is. Microsoft bought them a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and yeah. So I mean, it, it's not everything. I mean, here's the thing: if there's any sort of goofiness with uh, Smash GG. I don't think tournaments are necessarily opposed to going back to uh, challenge because that's still around. Yeah, that's they're still doing things. Um, they're still obviously it's a big hit to have all of the major fighting game circuits using that, but there are still or all the major fighting game circuits using Smash GG mm-hmm. was a hit to them. But they're still around. There's still plenty of uh, smaller events that use. Uh, challenge, and mm-hmm. I don't think people would be completely opposed to uh, using that site again if that, if that, uh, if need be. Yeah, I mean, my locals, my local scene used challenge for, like, even when they were still doing locals, like as late as last year, uh, just because it was easier to run, you could just put it up on a tablet and go click, done. Uh, there wasn't like, uh, it, cause it wasn't like a big thing. Right. So th- I think the smaller tournaments do benefit from challenge, uh, more so than smash GG. Cause smash GG is really good for, uh, organizing super, super big competitions because they have a lot of automation that challenge doesn't. Uh, that and that. And, uh, the other big thing is sort of event archiving. Mm-hmm. You know, you can go. You can click on a player's name on on Smash, and you'll see all the recent tournaments they entered. So, for someone like me, who when I was writing for Tekken World Tour, uh, that was a real easy way for me to pull up some some older events, you know, see uh, previous matchups, and and go, hey, there's a story here. I can help bring that story to the reader to to get them more interested in the event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I do know that Smash GG, if you you could see who, the, under the username of who created tournaments, you could then see the archive of the tournaments. But I don't think you could see, uh, especially because you could enter without create, like you could enter as a guest username instead of having an account on Challenge. So that stuff was definitely very much harder to, um, to keep track of. But yeah, no, like Smash GG is seen as the superior website and that's why everybody uses it um so we'll see we'll see what happens in the hands of old papa microsoft you know papa gates see what happens hopefully they treat it well um and if it's just an acquiring thing just to see if to see player data uh then it's just going to be another extra checkbox that we have to check when the terms of service get updated if it's trying to bring esports to xbox We'll see. Um, and 
you know what's funny? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think Microsoft and ZeniMax are going to be kind of the things to watch for future of uh, the future of how Microsoft handles things. ZeniMax, of course, is the crew that uh, owns the company that owns uh, Bethesda Softworks, which is, you know, um, Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls. Thank you. Uh, Fallout, uh, Doom. They're all in that ZeniMax umbrella that got purchased by Microsoft. So I think seeing how they treat the ZeniMax crew is going to what I assume be how they also treat the Smash EG crew. And I know I, I follow Bear on Twitter. I didn't reach out to him for comment this time around, uh, but I did see that he was very happy. So, I mean, hey, it might be a pretty big pay bonus for everybody that was working there, right? Uh, so big ups to the staff that put in all that hard work and building up that site and then now got bought. They're living the dream. They got bought out by Big Papa Microsoft, you know? Sorry, I was going to say, speaking of things getting uh, coming to an end, I should mm-hmm. say, possibly going under a uh, little bit of community news uh the tekken zaibatsu one of the uh classic tekken forums uh hub for pretty much any information you want about the game it is going to go offline in the near future uh castell uh the uh head uh admin head admin i can talk i swear uh for the site announced a few or late last week uh, that the site will go down either late this year or early next year uh, citing you know being checked out from the scene and just not having the time to keep the site going Uh, now after that uh, they talked with uh, Shebris and they're going to archive at least the the Zaibatsu wiki wiki yeah Zaibatsu wiki I can do words uh, and then possibly also archive the forums but yeah a uh, piece of history going down uh, especially along with uh, what we saw with the uh, shutdown slash uh, server migration for uh, the SRK forums. Yep. And I believe the Dust Loop forums too, which is the Guilty Gear uh, forums, is also gone. So, yeah. We're entering a new age. Out with the old, in with the new. And, yeah, and it's. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. You know, we, we're, we as, you know, internet users, we as a community, we're stepping away from forums. We're going to YouTube videos. More. <laughs> We're, we're going to YouTube videos, yeah, but we're also going to more immediate uh, points of com- written communication. We're going to Twitter. We're going to Discord. Uh, Discord, yeah. So how many games do you, you know, if you want to learn, 10 years ago, if you wanted to learn a game, uh, if you wanted to really start digging into a character, you'd go to, like, the SRK forums. You'd go to mm-hmm. Deathloop. You'd go to Zaibatsu. Uh, now basically go to the discord go to the ken discord uh go to the honda discord it's you know and you know having the ability to to jump in and out is great but the sacrifice is that the permanence of that information isn't there the way it is in like a forum yep so uh it, it it's you know it's it's 
better for keeping up with what people are talking about now, but not as good for talking about, uh, you know, what we discovered then. Because right. try and find some old Twitter tech. It's or old tech that was shared on Twitter. Nope. A little difficult to do. Yep. And uh, it's funny you mentioned that because I was actually just thinking about that in regards to Soul Calibur. We were just talking about it because uh, when Soul Calibur first came out, I was in those. Uh, I was in that uh, Keelik Discord, the Dipscord, uh, going through all the tech. And I remember they pinned a post with all the BMBs and all this other stuff. And I remember they changed it so often that something that I was working on got taken off and I couldn't find it. And I was like, ah, all right. So while. And, like, because at the age we live in, information does tend to move a lot faster than it did even, like, five years ago. So, it's it's going to be a weird change. And especially, like, are forums expensive to upkeep? I've never, up, I've never had a forum of my own, so I don't know what the back side of that looks like. I, I can... Let me answer your question with another question. Is Akuma a weak character? Yes. I mean, Event Hubs is one of the more popular forums, or at least was. I mean, still is. And they they have at a huge audience for advertising, and they couldn't make money. Um, pretty much every forum you go to uh, has trouble making money simply because the it's just not there. And if you're going to put, you know, if you're an admin, you're basically paying out of pocket. Uh, you know, I don't know how much it is, but it's costing you to to host this service for the community. I mean, the what's the appeal of that? You know. It, if you're if you got to choose between I mean, I mean i'm not saying that people are crying poverty here mm -hmm. but if i'm spending 50 60 dollars in hosting fees that's 50 60 dollars that isn't going to food it's not going to rent yeah. it's not going to a mortgage um you, at some point those decisions you got to make those decisions and say you know is this really worth it anymore yeah, and uh, Clack brings, brings up a good point, too, is it's a lot cheaper to just post on Twitter than to host a forum. <laughs> yeah. So, and, yeah, there's there's so many. I, I'd be super interested to see data on people visiting forums, like when, uh, when information started being put up on Twitter, like to see if there was a big shift. Um, just because... I think the the thing with forum is as great as they are, uh, it is kind of slightly archaic, right? Where you have to go in, you have to log in. If it's a forum you've never been into before, you can't see certain things until you register. All this other stuff. Where with Twitter, you can literally see anything from anybody at any time. So, you know, well, it's it's just one of those things where times are changing, and unfortunately, uh, with the future coming up, there's a lot of there's there's a lot more focus on what's coming up in the future than a lot uh than preserving the past right so uh, yeah like big example are these forums where forums are you can see all every piece of information ever made ever is still posted on there 
Um, so we'll see what happens, you know? And like we were saying earlier with Discord, it's easy to see information and then not see it anymore. Same thing with Twitter. Like if you're going to try to track down information on Twitter and Discord, good luck. Got to pay, got to pay like a historian or something to keep track of all that stuff. And if you're not going to do it through a forum, I mean, wikis are really going to be the the way to go for mm -hmm. for hosting information like this. And those are expenses. I would love to talk to uh, Infill to see what their expenses are for uh, their KI guide, which is fantastic, incredibly thorough. Um, a, a complete labor of love. I'm going to link it in the chats if you have not seen it. Mm -hmm. But that is that's something that takes a lot of time to do, and you're not necessarily a going to get your money back for it, and b you're not going to get you know it. How big of an audience is that going to reach? Yeah, you know, if if. It, it's understandable that things are going the way they are, but it still kind of sucks that we're losing one pot losing a potential resource. Not just you know specifically the Zaibatsu, but mm -hmm. you know forums in general. Yeah, the times they are changing, my friend. We'll see what where we go from here. Uh, I mean, and the other thing too is, as far as tech being disseminated or not disseminated, tech being aggregated rather. Uh, I feel like. There's a lot more video guide. I feel like a video guide is something that people are more willing to sit through than reading a book about it, right? And that I think that's just a product of the times, right? Because I don't have an hour to sit down and read a 30-page dissertation on how to play uh, a specific character. But I can watch a five-minute video on the basics, right? Yeah, but, but here's the thing. Every time that video, uh, every time the game updates, you may have to produce, wait for someone to produce a new five-minute video. Yeah. Because what might work in that patch might not work in the next patch. Right. And it's the same thing for written guides too. <laughs> although I, although going in and editing something on a written guide is a lot easier than making a new video for sure. Um, but yeah, like uh, level one hundred Charizard in the chat says, readings for nerds. I agree. Call me a nerd. I'm I am illiterate. So. I, we we can help you with that. <laughs> uh, I, I I I know this doctor, uh, Seuss. He can hook you up, man. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know what? Uh, Grinning Oni actually brings up a very excellent point: is that uh, video guides are much easier to monetize than forums and than written guides. That's a really good point. And that could be why uh, we've been moving towards that way. That's an excellent point I didn't think about. Because, you know, then the creator of it gets, you know, that ad revenue, that uh, CPM, clicks per million or whatever it is. Uh, but anyway, big ups to the Zaibatsu, Tekken Zaibatsu boys. That's hard to say. I was kind of worrying that you weren't getting that out earlier, Steve, but now I tried saying it, and I feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but big I ups took to Japanese in high school. I should I should be able to nail that. You know that just shows how often I get to use Japanese in everyday life. Living in America, not much. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on to our next topic, and this one's a doozy. So you guys remember how Nintendo filed a cease and desist for Big House? 
and how everybody was super upset. Turns out it wasn't just the melee community that was upset because there was a Splatoon tournament happening and the Splatoon gang, the Splatoon peeps, the Splatoon splatters. Yeah, that sounds wrong. That sounds wrong. The Splatooners. The Splatoon of people who were playing Splatoon. Uh, were they entered their team names with things like FT Wave Dash and hashtag Free Melee, the Splatonites? Thank you, Splooters. Yeah, there you go. Chat's getting in with. No, some of these. that's even worse. <laughs> Splooters is worse. <laughs> anyway, uh, a lot of the teams entered uh, this. Uh, I think it's a. It's either a league or a tournament. I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, so. You, you go ahead, want go me ahead. to... Yeah, yeah, you go ahead, okay. you go ahead. You know all the info. I just saw the the briefing. So, um, Nintendo has run uh, open tournaments uh, for several games, including ARMS, Splatoon 2, uh, and Smash Ultimate. Uh, this past weekend, they hosted a uh, Splatoon tournament uh, for their uh, Nintendo Open, and... This was after, obviously, the big news from two weeks ago. Nintendo sending out the cease and desist letter to prevent uh, the Big House Smash Tournament from running, uh, from operating, basically, because they were going to run Melee, and the use, uh, or Melee Online required use of uh, a mod Slippy, as well as uh, the Dolphin Emulator. And Nintendo was not a big fan of that. Um, so, and that obviously provo- uh, provoked a big response from Smash fans over the past couple weeks. Uh, in response to that, several of the teams that entered this uh, tournament, this two day tournament, were to, uh, they either added free melee uh, to their team name or they changed their name slightly to include some sort of melee term in support of melee trying to get the met the free melee message going in response to that nintendo canceled uh the second day of the tournament so they got it down from the tournament field down to the the last eight teams um or the last four teams i should say that were going to be on stream uh and the the top four teams basically said, you know what? We're not cool with this. We're going to... They partnered with Endgame, uh, and they ran basically their own uh, grassroots uh, tournament. So they all... All the top four teams withdrew and entered into this new tournament, which ended up with a uh, community-funded prize pool of over $25,000 on basically one day. Uh... In response to that, Nintendo contacted the teams that were tied for fifth uh, and said, hey, you four teams, do you want to be the new top four? Uh, They ended up withdrawing as well and uh, entering this uh, grassroots tournament. So in the end, uh, the stream was canceled and then the event finals were canceled because all the teams withdrew. So we were saying... Uh, a couple weeks ago that Nintendo wasn't going to care about how upset the Smash community is and that 
there was going to have to be a big campaign for them to actually pay attention to how upset the Smash team is. I think this is a good way of showing it. <laughs> or, so, if, I feel like this is a double-edged sword. Because, A, this is great, right? Because now Nintendo has to pay attention, right? Every, like, people are protesting on behalf of the Smash community. Uh, but, Papa Nintendo can make the big decision of saying, Oh, is this going to happen with esports? All right. No more esports for nobody. So, so, we'll see what happens. It's this is one of those things where legally it's very difficult to argue that uh, Nintendo was clearly in the wrong in terms of canceling the big house. Mm -hmm. It is their IP. They do what they do have the right to to shut things down, whether or not we like it or not. Uh, but this is sort of an answer to question of, is that the right decision? Is that the smart decision? Uh, because if you let the event happen, then, oh, yeah, it's a melee tournament. And then, you know, it's, you know, a week later, we're talking about the next thing. But now, because of the way this was handled, now it's a story. And gamers, if they're... Uh, if there's anything you can say about a large chunk of gamers, it's that they do not like to get screwed over. Um, and they will not drop... Uh, if, they're sl if they feel slighted, they're going to let you know. So now, you've got the... Um, you've got the Splatoon 2 community involved in this. Obviously, there's a lot of crossover with the Smash community. And now more people are reporting on it. So now there's a much bigger... Um, much bigger spotlight on this cancellation, and people are looking up. Well, why was it canceled? Oh, it's because they told this uh, event to stop. Why'd they do that? Oh, it's because people were trying to play Melee online with an emulator. You can do that here. Let me check that out. I feel like it's it's sort of like the stray sand effect uh, in effect. Um, yeah. So and I. Go ahead, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, no I was just going to... Clack brought up something in the chat that the prizes for the Nintendo tournament of Splatoon that got canceled, uh, first through fourth and fifth through eighth, got Nintendo gold points, which are discounts for the Nintendo store. And they left that to Basically. go play... Yeah, to go <laughs> fight for $25,000. So, <laughs> you know, starting to see the two sides of esports here. <laughs> So, so basically, each player uh, on the uh, winning t the top four teams would have gotten trophies, which were valued at two hundred and one hundred fifty dollars for first, and then second through fourth, respectively. Um, and the fifth through eighth place players uh, each got effectively a twenty-five dollar gift card for the Nintendo Store. Mm -hmm. um, so it's not exactly some a way to make a living. Um, and most people, you know, this is in line with other uh, Nintendo Open tournaments. You know, Smash Prizing yeah. is very similar. Uh, Arms Prizing has been uh, very similar. So they don't, it's not necessarily a statement on the prizing. Because, you know, it worked out this way. Mm -hmm. But, honestly, it's just so... You know, it, it, it's just a matter of, is this the right way? 
if you if you're in Nintendo and you see you see Big House happening, is that can of worms even worth opening up by issuing the C and D? Yeah, I don't know, man. I just uh, there's a part of me that would just want them to foster this community to how they want it to be instead of trying to squash it, you know? Like, to, to guide them into the way that they see fit instead of just stomping them out. Because uh, then you get moments like Nintendo having a controller as an Evo, uh, an Evo Japan prize and then the presenter dropping the controller. It's... I, it, it's a lot of frustration if you're if you're a Smash fan. It's just another another black eye on the, on the Smash scene. Yep. You know, obviously this black eye isn't as big as some of the other black eyes the scene has taken mm-hmm. uh, in recent months, but still sucks to see. No, you're a crab. Um. Yeah, remember the crab thing? <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> the crab thing, which somehow funny. did not get nominated for worst moment of the year. It should have been nominated oh, for best the... moment of the year. It's... <laughs> I, I don't know about that. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, not a, I'm not a fan of food wasting. You know, if you've mm-hmm. got a delicious Maryland crab, let, let's, let's have a feast. Well, let's, I mean, who... let's not have... Let's treat it as a plate, not a projectile. Well, who's to say that that crab was not eaten? What happened to that crab? <laughs> We're gonna. Sorry, that's a driver. Oh, oh, I'd rather not go down. <laughs> Are we gonna have a thirty for thirty on the damn crab? <laughs> oh man! Like they interview, they interview the mama crab. I knew there was something wrong with that boy. He was running with the round crowds. <laughs> Oh man, good times. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. I forgot what I was gonna say. I'm just laughing at the crab now. But yeah, anyway. Oh, I do. I remember what I was gonna say. Uh, this is just passing news that I saw on Twitter. But it looks like Mango has decided to announce his retirement. That he doesn't like how the that, scene is shaping up. That, However, that was a joke. Oh, was it a joke? Okay. It was a joke. Well, I mean, look, uh, here's the sitch. We all know the rule. If you're in the FGC and you announce your retirement, you're not retiring. So I guess he's playing by the rules. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But any whoozle, we have one more topic to get to, uh, and that is... Well, this has a few topics kind of baked in. Right. Because there's a whole lot that happened with SNK. There sure is a lot of bullet points here. Uh, but let's talk about SNK, shall we? Uh, first, this is what happened uh, two weeks ago that we didn't talk about. But uh, the Mohammed bin Salman Foundation has purchased 33.3 repeating, of course, percent of SNK for around 223 million smackaroos. And it will... Purchase additional stock, uh, or not stock, additional bits of the company. It says 17.7% in the future to gain control. So, looks like SNK got a new papa. And it's uh, the Mohammed bin Salman Foundation. Yes. So, it's specifically 
the Electronic Games Development Company. This is the uh, the gaming division of the Mohammed bin Salman Foundation, which is a charitable organization run by the Crown Prince of uh, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman. So there is a now very direct con uh, connection between SNK and the Saudi government at this point. Um, as as Ilan mentioned, thirty three per uh, a third of the company is being purchased now, uh, and then later on they will acquire an additional seventeen percent. Uh, to bring their total holdings in the company to 51%, thus gaining control. Uh, their, uh, their stated reasons involved uh, the IP, the SNK IP, so uh, King of Fighters, obviously, Samurai Showdown, all of those characters, all of those games uh, now be, being in under this umbrella. Um, and this is not sort of, this is not uh, the first dip that, Saudi Arabia has taken into the world of esports, the world of gaming. Uh, in the FGC in particular, if you'll remember a couple of years ago, uh, the the nation's official esports organization, SAFIS, uh, announced a partnership with JESU, the J Japanese esports union, uh, to create an exhibition match between Japanese players and Saudi players uh, that took place last year. So we know that um, that at least some some parts of the Saudi government are investing into a lot of different areas, uh, including esports. And now SNK is under, at least partially, under that umbrella now. Is that good or bad? <laughs> I feel like your answer is going to be the same as mine. From the perspective of an American citizen who does not have any direct contact with uh, anyone in Japan, anyone in SNK, uh, anyone from Saudi Arabia, it's not great. I think going any farther be beyond that is dipping into topics that are way above my pay grade. In yeah. all honesty, yeah. Um, well, yeah. I don't know. The, the, there are there are several reasons. If, if you're someone who's concerned about the reach of of Saudi Arabia, there are several reasons to be concerned about this. Mm -hmm. um, how directly involved they will be is uh, remains to be seen, but they're going to have control. Uh, that is their stated goal to get to fifty-one percent and uh, have control. So it it it's going to be at the very least uncomfortable, like Blue says in yeah. chat. Well, I guess what we can hope for is as long as it doesn't affect the quality of our games, and as long as the people working in it are compensated well and treated well, I I don't think there's any harm done, right? That that 
that's going to sound really weird for people listening uh, uh, to the podcast later. Well, okay, what is the harm that can be done if the quality of the work and the quality of life for the people that are working under them is unaffected? Um, that gets into the topic of sports washing, which we've seen in several, you know, not just esports, but um, uh, but in traditional sports too, where countries will, you know, make investments into things like entertainment, like esports, uh, like sports teams, to give the general public a better view of the um, better view of the country. Now, let's let's be clear. Saudi Arabia is not the only place that that this happens. Um, you know, even in some form, the U.S. You know, we've had U.S. Uh, Army, we've had the U.S. Army sponsor several esports events, run some esports tournaments. Uh, so again, it's it's not just Saudi uh, a Saudi Arabia thing. It's something that's happening in a lot of different ways, both both very visually and, you know, a bit more under the table. Yeah. Um, hmm. Well, and we all know how the army stuff. Well, actually, do we know? I don't know. There was that whole thing with uh, the army Twitch channel getting taken down and now it's back up again. Uh, yes, when they were they misleading, were. <laughs> they would they would have people enter giveaways, and when people would sign up for the giveaways, that was the enlistment form. <laughs> yeah, so that's so is, up. Uh, like I I hate that I'm laughing at it, but it's either I laugh or I get pissed off, so or I can get both, whatever. But anyway, uh, but yeah, I I uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Hopefully, KOF fifteen comes out before they buy SNK so we can all get KOF 15. Well, the the 33% is done. Right. So they still need the 17.7%. Right, but it's not like they get nothing out of the deal if you if you buy a copy of uh, King of Fighters 15. Okay, so what are we doing? Are we all pirating King of Fighters 15? Because that's illegal. So who's the ethics monster it now? It was us all along. This is... So this is part of the world that we live in right now. Um, there is no... Th there's a higher level of entanglement between different entities than uh, than perhaps at any, any point before. So you're making a statement by buying a game, you're making a statement by not buying a game. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's very difficult to just to sort of separate yourself as a fan of, you know, if you're a King of Fighters fan or a Sam Show fan, it can be very difficult to, to separate your fandom from your point of view on Saudi Arabia and what the country has done, what the country is accused of doing. Um, it's a very... Go ahead. How is that different from us buying from Amazon? Here's here's why. Like, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, baby. So, uh, you know, like we've all read those articles about how 
uh, how terrible work life is for an Amazon employee. Yet we still buy products from Amazon. Same thing with a bunch of other stuff that we purchase here in the Americas. So, yeah, like exactly like, you know, our cell phones are or our clothing, you know, is made by most likely young kids in a sweatshop. So, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Do you see where I'm coming from? <laughs> I'm, I can't quite put it into words, but uh, yeah, like we all talk about how we hate it, Street Fighter Five every once in a while but here we are playing street fighter 5 and hoping for the next big thing for street fighter 5 you know so i don't know i guess this is one of those things where we're just gonna have to see what happens you know what i'm saying uh, <laughs> this is yeah, one of those topics that's like way above our pay grade my friend. <laughs> yeah yeah um, so but yeah that's what uh, i think i think the crux of my point is most of the stuff that we use and enjoy isn't necessarily ethical. So the fact that we're talking ethics on something else that we are going to purchase and enjoy seems hypocritical. Hypocritical, I think. That's the right word. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, any hoozle. Like I said, that, that one's probably above our pay grade. And that's that's some stuff that we're going to need to find some... Uh, <laughs> You get like a an NPR journalist to come in here and talk to us about what this means <laughs> in the long run. But yeah, anyway, um, do do we want to talk any more about the electronic game development company buying SNK? Uh, any, no. Anything but we else? Should we should probably talk about those other things uh, yes. that came out of SNK. Yes, uh, that's where I was going to move on. So, uh, this news aside. <laughs> uh this past week we it, got it, some <laughs> you gotta you gotta do some shoving here push it aside but 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 there yeah so anyway let's pretend that that doesn't didn't happen uh snk uh finally released some details on king of fighters 15 let's take a look at the, what they came out with oh right they talked for a long time all right let me skip to the trailer let's see so they go on to say that uh, they go on to talk a little bit about uh, the progress in the game and some of the stuff that they're doing, some of the design philosophies. They talk about how they're going to change up, like there's, they're possibly changing up the team structure in the game. Now, I don't know if that means that they're adding a bunch of new characters or if that means that they're changing how the team, how the teams work. Like, are they going to turn it into a tag game? Who knows? Uh, but anyway, let me go ahead and find the section of this where they talk about the trailer there it is and go enjoy whoa it's a logo okay well we we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about those we're gonna talk about these art in a little bit Shune's back. There's the logo. All right, let's pause it right here. Whoops. Oh, forgot about this one. So this is the teaser for the reveal. So this is the announcement of the announcement of the announcement. Uh, the first official reveal is going to be January 7th, 2021. So there we are. But before we go on, let's let's take a look at some of the shenanigans that's in here. Huh? Let's Actually, take a look. Let's, let's thank Blue. 
Um, Lou, who has subscribed for 26 oh. months now. Thank you thank for catching you. that. Blue. Big thank you, Blue. Uh, what's the one Twitter? One of the people uh, who runs the AFGC News. One of the people that runs the uh, anime FGC Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, Blue also brings up a good point. Another thing is uh, the Anji trailer coming out January first, so January is going to be big anime times. Uh, big anime times. All right. Anyway, anywho, let's let's talk about some of the stuff we saw in this trailer here. So this is the key. Uh, the Kyo design uh, looks fairly standard. Am I wrong? Like I kind of like his jacket. He's got the big sun stuff. What does that say? Oh right, it's in uh, it's in Japanese, so I can't read this. So <laughs> I thought that was writing that I could read. <laughs> well, you could read it if you tried hard enough. Uh, it just yeah. might take you a while to figure it out. Yeah. Well, anyway, here's uh, here's Kyo. Looks cool. I like the I like the zipper on the side of the jacket. Right, that looks pretty neat. Looks punk rock as AF. Uh, let's move on to the next. Well, Benny Maru. Now Benny Maru looks crazy. Crazier than normal. Uh, his hair is definitely like taller, right? We never see the top of his hair. First of all, second of all, his his vest. I like that. That's like the Chun Li shirt almost. Yeah, I I like it. It looks awesome. And he's got the lightning earrings. Like I'm I'm in. Did they draw? Did they make a a specific note of his bulge? Like. Like, it feels like the point of those pictures uh, between his full body shots is just to point out the bulge. And like, the wedgie. Here is how the bulge... Yeah, the... you need a little looser fit. You know, you don't go for the ultra skinny jeans, my friend. Nah, man, look at that shirt. You gotta go with the skinny jeans with that shirt, you know? But anyway, I, I think... There's skinny jeans, and then there's skinny jeans. And these are skinny jeans. Look, I'm I'm okay with it. I'll allow it. Here's the thing. God. Benny Morrow looks dope as shit. I, I like this. You could even see, like, the like on the left, you could see, like, the design of the shirt on his neck. So it's like a turtleneck vest. That you know what else cool. you can see? What? His bulge. Okay, that's fine. Why are you so stuck on his bulge, <laughs> Steve? <I can't. laughs> like, it's sort of like the... Uh, it's sort of like perspective drawing. All things there are sort of funneling your vision right to the peak of that bulge. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's enough bulge talk for today. Let's go move on to the next one. Shune. Now, this is another thing they mentioned in the uh, the, the golden ratio, Clack said. Oh, boy. Uh, so this is something that they mentioned in this talk. We're not going to go through the talk, right? I don't want to sit here and watch these guys talk again. Uh in King of Fighter 14, lore-wise, they mentioned that Shune, like, people, like, it, it came out, when it came out, like, they weren't entirely sure if Shune was the protagonist or what, but now he's definitely the protagonist of King of Fighters 15, so, he's back, uh, and I kind of liked him in, in King of Fighters 14, I think he was cool, he had the headphones, and he had the big, like, uh, red fist, the blue hand, and then the red claw DP. He had some cool stuff on King of Fighters 15. I'm a, I'm a fan. Anyway, here it is. Bam! Look at him. He's still got headphones. See, there they are in the top. Uh, he still has his crazy jacket. Probably going to be purple. Now, I'm trying to figure out what that pattern is. 
Is that going to be the pattern on the sleeves? I think that pattern is there to cover up the initial bulge drawing they did for Shune. But since Shune has no bulge, they got rid of it. Right, we got to be careful. I don't know how old this kid is. Uh... <laughs> But anyway, anywho's God damn it! No! No! God! No! Anywho's uh, I will say this, though. He looks older than he did in King of Fighters 14. Uh, and I, I am a big fan of the fact that this dude is wearing a tie without a dress shirt. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I'm a fan. It looks like he's wearing like a uh, a workman's shirt, and he's just got like a tie on top. Uh, hey, we're we're still we're still a month away from an official reveal. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and he's got a jacket, but his arms aren't inside the jacket. You know, sometimes your shoulders get cold. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, his arms are wrapped, here. so he doesn't need it. And he he also has like you see that on his uh, on his wrist, he has like the big like bracelet. So maybe he just. Maybe he really likes that jacket, but he can't put his arms in there because of the bracelet. And, you know, taking off a bracelet to then put it back on again is a hassle. I'm with him. You know, just keep the jacket on your shoulders. How does he get them to stay there, though? That's a that's the big mystery. Yeah, you know, they use the same. Uh, it's the same tape that they use to keep uh, by his breast covered. Moving on. And there's the logo. Yeah, we got so there is, it, and this, and they mentioned that this is also the first time that they're using like the actual KOF letters instead of just KF for the big logo. So there's your. So it's, it's a. Go ahead. It's a shiny logo. It, it is. Looks very. Yeah. It's 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 the one piece we really have to judge right now. Okay, then block uh, grab on this logo. Uh, uh, I'm grabbing. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 it's got some nice polish. It's got some sharp angles. I like sort of like the the fact that the V the the same bias uh, the same bias excuse me between the K the the F and the V. It, it it's pretty cool. Whatever happened in the middle of that F? Somebody it, just put a sword it, it through it. Yeah, it had to or is be. Is that the uh, bulge, sacrifice. Steve? Is that the bulge of the F? No, F. No, no. All the bulge went to Benny Maru. Okay. Benny Maru has all the bulge. So, KOF reveal on January 7th. Also, um, I believe it's the 7th as well, but it might just be early January. Uh, details on season three for Sam Show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be on the 7th as well. So. Yeah, so, so uh, January is going to be big, man. Week, yeah, that first week, we got a lot of... You would imagine that this is a lot of the stuff that would have been revealed at Evo Japan. Mm-hmm. So. Well, would it have? Maybe. I mean, probably, because you got it. Was there... I mean, that... Okay. The, I think this. I think this question. This answer is a no. But is there like a league for Sam Show? No, right? Not an official one. Okay. But also, there is an online Evo Japan this year or next year rather in twenty twenty one, right? Or am I wrong? 
I did not see anything. Maybe I could be. Maybe uh, I dreamt it. Yeah. No, nothing as of yet. Okay. Um, so you would assume since Evo Japan, Evo twenty twenty was canceled. Yeah. Maybe um, there's still. There's no tweet out. from the Evo account since June. Mm-hmm. So. What was the last tweet of that account, if I may ask? Well, uh, the last tweet that's still up is uh, Evo registration ends in 30 minutes. So nice. that means basically everything about uh, Evo Online mm -hmm. is gone. Yeah. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe they were saving that for Evo Japan. Who knows? Um, either way, uh, 2021 is looking mighty fine with new Guilty Gear and new KOF stuff and new Sam Show stuff. So be on the lookout for that stuff. And yeah, I have to say, every once in a while, I need to step back and like into perspective, see the date and where we are in the world as far as time goes. We're about three weeks away from the end of the year. Thank God. We made it. Watch 2021 be worse. <laughs> so. All right. Not only one pandemic, two pandemics. Uh, I'm kidding. No, no. But let, <laughs> let, let's not curse this. Let's end the show because Ultra Chen is about to go live. So, eh, whatever. Go watch Ultra Chen, I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, any hoozle. I guess I'll do the outro now. Uh, thanks everybody for watching the Best of Five show. My name is Elon. Follow me on the Twitter there. But don't do that. Instead of following me on Twitter, you should go follow the master's schedules. The main squeeze of time itself. The but Steve. why not both? Why Ace not King. Both? Offsuit. Jurek. Uh, thank you for joining, as always, Steve. It's always a blast hanging out with you and talking shop. Talking. This was mostly fun. Yeah. This was mostly fun, except for uh, that one time. But other than that, it was good. Yeah, time where you started talking about bulges. Uh, Any who's <laughs> on that note, uh, I want to mess. I, I, for the future, I want to mess with uh, just putting a five minute countdown for us to end the show. Uh, I think that'd be really funny, but I'm not going to do it today. On that note, though, we're going to get on out of here. So thanks everybody for watching. Thanks everybody for supporting us as always. Uh, super grateful that you all are here with us. And you know uh we got more stuff coming in to these next couple weeks and uh 2021 i almost said 2020 was next year anyway countdown to start a countdown maybe i do need to do that you're right Good all night, right canada uh goodbye goodbye <laughs>